This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation. A special thanks to Larry and Millie Maggot from Miami, Florida for sponsoring this episode of Rise and Shine. When we act, even sometimes for questionable reasons, without the purest of intentions, you will find assistance and sometimes even resolution. And our children notice every single effort we make. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. Often, We think that our productivity is what defines our worth, that without productivity, we're not living up to our potential. But Judaism teaches us that our value exists because we were created with a divine spark and that we are here purposefully, that we have a role to play, that we're a necessary piece of the puzzle, a thread in the grand tapestry. Sometimes, our accomplishments are not always immediately apparent, and sometimes the seeds we sow, well, they bear fruit in generations beyond our own. And sometimes, we can get clarity in our own lifetime, and that is a tremendous gift, and this is one such story. An old friend of mine had a lifelong struggle in her relationship with her mother. They simply didn't click. They were a poor fit. And as a result, they had a lifetime of arguments and hurt feelings. And she spent much of her time in therapy discussing and analyzing this really deep loss, which to her felt like a hole in her heart that just simply wouldn't mend. And she felt that she could never really find happiness or contentment unless that relationship could transform itself. And the more she pushed and complained about it to her mother and her brothers, the further the gulf grew. Now, some years back, her grandfather grew very ill and infirm, and he was no longer able to stay in his home. Now, it's important to note that my friend's mother had the same difficult relationship with her own father, It's likely that she felt the same sense of estrangement with him that her daughter felt with her. So when the time came to decide on care for the man, her mother decided she was going to put him in a long-term care facility. But her mother felt the normal and expected guilt about her decision. And she decided that she would also hire a caregiver who would sit at the nursing home with her father for entire mornings, you know, just to ensure his hair is combed and his face is shaved and that he's toileted promptly and compassionately. She felt like the care he was going to get there otherwise wouldn't be adequate. She needed to supplement it. But my friend's mother still felt guilty about not being the one giving that care to her father. And so she would go every single morning to the nursing home and sit there with her father and the caregiver. Now, at first I think it was out of guilt, maybe out of a desire to not be thought of by the staff or the caregiver as some lazy, irresponsible daughter who's shirked off the responsibility to someone else. But after six months of making that long trek to that nursing home every day, her mother had an epiphany. She phoned my friend, and this is what she said to her. She said, 
It's ridiculous that I'm paying someone to watch over Dad and sit there at the same time. It makes much more sense for me to go in the afternoon shift when there's no one there with him. Then my father gets coverage all day long. And so she did. And as way leads to way, and giving leads to loving, her mother started to feel an attachment, a closeness to her father that she had never felt before. And she was no longer going to him out of duty or obligation or guilt, but rather she found herself attached in a way she had never felt before. And when her father died, all of the pain and suffering had resolved, and she felt lighter and happier than she ever had in her life. But that's not where it ends. You see, my friend tells me that her own struggles with her mother had changed because of this, because as she watched her mother become a woman of service and compassion, she felt a similar respect and compassion for her mother. And one day, the phone rang, and her own daughter answered it. And it was her mother calling. And the child said, Hi, Bubby. Oh, you want to speak with Mommy? Okay. And she put her tiny six-year-old hand over the receiver of the phone, and she whispered, loud enough for a small country to hear, Mommy, did you notice how Bubby likes you now? She used to call only to talk to me, but now she only wants to talk to you. And my friend froze. She understood in that moment that she had run the very real risk of creating three generations of estrangement between a parent and a child that her own daughter had seen her example of being estranged. And that an 89-year-old man who lay in a hospital bed seemingly non-productively may well have changed an entrenched family pattern. Because by needing to be cared for, he presented an opportunity for his only daughter to give to him. And as we know, the word love in Hebrew, ahava, means to give. We love who we give to. And in his apparently passive state, he would be performing a service that might break through several generational patterns of a parent and a child being estranged from each other. Because we know that patterns in families repeat themselves, sometimes despite our best efforts, unless we break the pattern. And even if you don't see the changes in your lifetime, this doesn't mean that it's never going to develop. Israeli researchers revealed recently that they successfully grew extinct date plants from ancient seeds that were found at archaeological sites in the Judean desert. According to the article, Dozens of seeds were gleaned from archaeology collections gathered at the locations in the dry Dead Sea area, including the Masada Hilltop Fortress built by King Herod the Great in the first century before the Common Era, and the ancient site of the Qumran, famous for the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls in the 1940s. Perke Avot, The Ethics of Our Fathers, teaches us that while it's not incumbent upon us to complete a task, we cannot refrain from beginning it, that where there is much effort, there is much reward. And the reward itself is not always clear, and sometimes you may not live to see the power of your efforts, but you must always engage in the pursuit, especially of peace.
When we act, even sometimes for questionable reasons, without the purest of intentions, you will find assistance and sometimes even resolution. And our children notice every single effort we make. And remember, this is what they say. Your children pick your nursing home. This week, can you examine the areas in which you might have thrown in the towel or just ceased making an effort? Can you attempt to trust the process while sometimes long and winding road that it will have appropriate rewards? And can we stop attributing worth to productivity? Because every soul has its moment. Every person has their purpose. And every effort has its own rewards. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.